Hello again, everyone. Drew Neiman here. Welcome to A Battle Within. Today we have a bonus episode for you known as Notes from the Battlefield. But first, for those of you checking in for the first time, this is a podcast about our life experiences and those of our guests managing and healing from post-concussive syndrome, otherwise known as PCS. I'd really suggest checking out episode number one to start. It explains what PCS is in the first place. Episodes such as number 19, 21, and 23 are excellent as well. They are the stories of some of our previous guests. All of them have offered to tell their stories in an effort to help others, and we've also gotten some really good feedback on episode number 27 with Dr. Collins. It is our desire that this platform be a useful way to create awareness around the invisible injury and help those in the battle, whether it is you the patient or you the caregiver. And one way to do this is to share. So please do share with everyone in your world who you think would be benefited by listening in. If you'd like a chance to tell your story on the podcast, let us know and reach out to us at abattlewithin.com or on Facebook at abattlewithin. We'd be happy to consider it. In today's episode, I'm going to explore American football as the season is getting ready to begin as I record this. I'm going to offer to you what I know, what I'm learning, and how I feel about the sport in general. I'm also going to offer some of my perspective on some of the other sports that are out there. Remember, we are not medical professionals. We are offering our own personal experiences and perspectives. Okay, let's talk about some football. Football is starting up over the next week as I record this. As it winds up, there has been quite a bit in the news lately around this health effects on players. Some big-time players are speaking up about it. I'd like to dig in and explore this a little bit with you, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on the episode page once you listen in or on Facebook. The episode page is www.abattlewithin.com backslash notes3. So give us your feedback there after listening in. Let me start in full disclosure mode. I have spent many a year absolutely loving both college and professional football, despite knowing all along that the sport causes head injuries. So I'm approaching this topic from a fan's very weary perspective. I'm willing to admit I'm struggling more and more each day getting excited about the game. You see, I've personally seen what a series of blows to the head could do to a person. Andrew Luck's retirement, that stirred up quite a bit of controversy. He recently retired from the NFL because he has had ongoing injury concerns, including at least one concussion and rehab protocols that, in his own words, had taken the joy out of the game from him. Many fans and even sports reporters have become angry at this retirement announcement, saying things such as, he is soft and selfish. If you actually looked at his injury report over the years, he is quite a trooper, playing through injuries that he should not have, including a lacerated kidney. Chances are most of the fans probably don't understand what it feels like to get up in the morning feeling broken day after day, trying just to go work and have some sort of a semblance of a quality of life. Because of this, many of Andrew's peers felt the need to speak up on his behalf, including Aaron Rodgers, the Hall of Famer Troy Aikman, and a recent retiree named Rob Gronkowski. Even though his retirement was not directly related to a head injury, the fact that an all-pro player retiring in his prime is unusual. He has, to the dismay of the NFL and diehard fans, demonstrated the brutality of the game. 
As stated earlier, Rob Gronkowski, the very recognizable tight end from the Patriots, hung up his helmet this last past March after suffering another significant injury during the Super Bowl game. He too spoke to the wear and tear on one's physical emotional being. He spoke to the fact that after winning the Super Bowl, he only slept for five minutes that evening because of the excruciating pain that he was in. Not ironically, the story of luck overshadowed the ongoing Antonio Brown helmet debate. See, Antonio Brown, another all-pro marquee name, originally wanted to continue wearing the helmet he has worn since he was a youth player. He stated that the helmet offered him a better field of vision, and he felt safer in it. The NFL, on more than one occasion, told him no because it was unsafe, like the newer models. He must wear one of the new ones. Have you picked up on the irony here? The day after Andrew Luck's story breaks, a former All-Pro running back, Leron McLean, puts out a plea for help on Twitter. In essence, he states that he's suffering from head injuries and is asking the NFL to help. As of this recording, I have not been able to find any sort of response from the NFL. If you know anything about football, you know the players act as if they are in a suit of armor and they believe the helmet will protect them. But it is also used as a weapon at times. So the question for me then becomes, what should we do? Move to other sports? Are we supposed to live in bubble wrap? Remember, Terry suffered three concussions in what was supposed to be non-contact ways. One on a bike and two while walking. What do we do with the children who want to play sports? There's over 40 million children in the U.S. that participate in organized sports each year. Protecting them from a head injury is a big task, as there is potential to get a head injury in many a game. Youth sports organizations generally do an admirable job in recognizing that this is a potential problem and has made adjustments to help protect the developing youth players. In the past 10 years, the United States Soccer Federation has banned heading for players 10 and younger and limits heading for players 11 to 13. USA Hockey no longer allows body checking until players are 13. When my son played, the hitting began so much sooner. Even tackle football is safe for two a degree. Pop Werner, the largest national youth football league, has eliminated kickoffs for the younger players and has limited full contact in practices. Maybe what we should do is twofold. First, stop fooling ourselves once and for all and recognize that there is a real potential for concussions and long-term head injury effects in sports. Secondly, continue to learn how to handle and treat those affected as the injuries occur and in the long run. The reality is sport is not going anywhere anytime soon, especially with all the money in it. As far as the American football is concerned, maybe in this case, the best thing that we can do is to take the helmets away. Well, there you have it. Some of my thoughts as we head into opening weekends of both college and professional football in the States. Please take the time to subscribe to the podcast wherever you may listen. Please be sure to share with everyone in your life you feel would benefit. Connect with us at abattlewithin.com and on Facebook at abattlewithin. We are now on Instagram as well at abattlewithin. Still trying to sort that out, so please be patient as we do so. Show notes and resources for this particular episode are available at abattlewithin.com backslash notes three. I hope you've enjoyed this bonus episode, and we look forward to seeing you next time around. Until that next time, 
For those recovering, show yourself some grace. For those who know someone recovering, show them the same and give them a great deal of love. Keep battling. Bye-bye.